this working? What's up, wall fans, common sensors, social media world? I don't know if this is actually working. We're trying a new setup. There it is. What's up, wall fans, common sensors, social media world? Welcome to the live feed for episode 16 of Common Sense Sundays with me, uh, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, bear with me today. We are trying a new setup. I've actually been dealing with this setup uh, like all morning and having issues with it. Things just aren't jiving together. If I sound a little bit different on the live stream today, uh, it's because I'm working with a new mic on this camera. Um, so I'm hoping that everything is going to get along and we'll see how it all works out. So bear with me. Um, this was probably not the week to uh, to go ahead and do something funky like this because I have a couple serious things to talk about. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and, uh, and get into it. Uh, so bear with me. Just seeing. All right, here we go. Let's get into it. Sensors podcast consumers, welcome to another very exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. This is episode 16, and I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. I want to warn everyone, usually I update my episode number on, on my board here, and I did not do that today, so I'm probably going to call out the wrong episode number like 15 times, and that's okay. 15, because it would be episode 15. Uh, and also, just a just a bit of a uh, a warning to everyone out there. Uh, I, I we're trying a new setup today in the studio. We've got a webcam going. Um, I'm genuinely not even sure if everything is working properly, but we're going to get through it. It's just a matter of I, I I don't think my computer can handle quite everything here, um, and we're getting a lot of skipping and and everything else. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Let me see if I can move some things around. Uh, so, so again, bear with me. Even if you just listen to the podcast, I apologize because we're, we're trying some new setups here and stuff, and it's been a little nuts. I've I've been trying to troubleshoot all morning, and it's it's uh, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Technology, it kind of it it, it eludes me to an extent, uh, and I think we just need to need to make some adjustments on the setup here. But of course, because I waited till the last minute, and uh, I only have access to my 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 own studio a couple days a week now. This is where we're at. Uh, so again, bear with me. Episode 16, Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. We always kick things off with our social plugs. Uh, you can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, whenever you so please. And one of those places would be Facebook. We're currently live on Facebook. See how well this works uh, over the next 30 minutes or so. Uh, Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, head over there, like our page, check back off, and that's going to keep you updated on all kinds of important things regarding Go Tell It to the Wall and Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, of course... Also, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell Us the Wall, subscribe to our channel. That's where you're going to find all of our playlists, all of our beer reviews, all of the live feeds after the fact get posted up there. We'll see if this live feed uh, actually gets posted up there because it's been it's been a little nuts. Uh, hi, Joan. 
I'm hoping that you're actually hearing me, Joan, because uh, I, I was telling everyone we're, we're dealing with a new feed, new new camera here, and a new setup in the studio, and I don't know how well it's going to work. Uh, but but nevertheless, we're going to continue. <laughs> like I said, YouTube, uh, that's where you're going to find all of our live feeds, all of that good stuff. Uh, so just search Go Tell It to the Wall on YouTube. And, of course, my personal uh, Instagram account, which is SoCalShawn. That's right, at SoCalShawn. You can follow my own personal Instagram account if you're an Instagram user. Uh, and, of course, most importantly would be our website, SeanOroarkLive.com. Uh, head over there, bookmark it, check back off. And you're also going to find exclusive things on SeanOroarkLive.com that you don't find anywhere else. Photos, videos, blog posts, all kinds of good stuff. And, of course, as mentioned previously, our well, before I get to that, our Patreon campaign, which we have had since the beginning of the podcast. Uh, so make sure, if, if you have the means to do so, please help us out. Financially, every dollar helps to, to keep the studio running, and especially because we're trying to make some updates here, and uh, and it's just it's been a little nuts. So so we'll see how how everything actually pans out here as far as the new setup. I think we're gonna have to make some adjustments, but please help us out on Patreon. And uh, as I started to mention, but wanted to mention Patreon first, our merch site. That's right, you can get some official Go Tell It to the Wall merch. And uh, for those of you that are actually watching on the video, this is not a piece of merch that's available just yet, but this is the brand new exclusive Go Tell It to the Wall acrylic pen. Uh, we're testing out some new merch. These these are not available on the site. It was just a thing that we're testing out. Uh, I, I think I'd still like to get some enamel pins here, but but we're testing out the acrylic ones. Uh, not actually for sale, but you might see see them popping up on, on some of our, uh, our on-air producers or uh, really original um, supporters, so, so keep an eye out for those, uh, and, and hopefully one day soon you will actually be able to uh, to uh, to purchase a Go Tell It to the Wall pin, uh, but those are going to be popping up uh, now and then, so so keep an eye out. All right, uh, more Something's Not Right Studios suggestion vids are coming your way. Uh, working on, we got some in the hopper here, and, and also want to give that mention that if you have a band that you'd like to recommend or your own band, whatever it might be, uh, shoot us a message either through SeanOroarkLive.com or through the Something's Not Right Studios Twitter account or YouTube account. Make sure you're also subscribed to Something's Not Right Studios. That's, there's all there's Go Tell Us the Wall content up there as well. So if, if you're a Go Tell Us the Wall fan, you should definitely be subscribed to Something's Not Right Studios, as I've said uh, a few times in the past. All right. Something I, I didn't mention last week, and it was a bit of a milestone for me, and I just want to share it with all of you. I am now officially uh, five weeks into not smoking. Not smoking, I know a couple of you out there are like, really? Not smoking nicotine. <laughs> uh, I was like a 20-year smoker and finally not e not even smoking a, an e-cig or whatever they call those you know those things. I had a jewel there for a little while, and, and, uh, and, and completely off of that, it's been five weeks now. Uh, so I'm pretty proud of myself. And I also pointed out to my wife, saving some money now because uh, not spending money on, on tobacco products, which is always good. So give myself a little pat on the back, a little pat on the back. Uh, all right, and for those of you that are only listening to the audio, uh, we, we had some issues uh, this morning with the new setup here in the studio. Uh, working on the new webcam. Finally got a hold of a webcam. I mentioned that on the last episode. It came. It actually arrived. Got some, I'm still getting mail occasionally which is pretty cool. Uh, it's actually getting a little better. I've noticed that. Some stuff is actually arriving. I was I had been waiting for quite a few things uh, for a while there, and it's, it's, it's finally kind of normalizing, I think. But So the webcam came, uh, but of course... Oh, there's Paul. Hey, Paul. I'm, I'm hoping you're hearing me. Um, you, missed the, you missed the very beginning of the live stream, 
Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing and, and Podcast. Uh, but yes, the webcam is finally set up, but I ran into these issues this morning uh, for those of you that are only on the audio, like I said. Uh, and so so please just, just bear with me as, as we get through this. I'm, I'm working on really improving kind of everything to, to work a little better. So I have a feeling the video might be coming out a little choppy, uh, and you're definitely not getting that great audio experience because I was having some issue with my recording software jiving with the new webcam. And if I'm even... Even now, I'm watching my recording software, and it's kind of like, eh, we're, we're getting through this, but it's not the best. Uh, so hopefully over the next couple weeks, it, it will be much better uh, as, far as, as far as the actual video. Um, sweet. Okay, so Paul can hear me. I was a little bit worried about the, the audio. Uh, definitely not as nice of a, uh, a, a microphone, of course. I'm watching my, my recording software. It's just bugging out, too. It's really weird, but I'm seeing it still record, so that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving along to digital trends, I want to get, I, we're, we're, we're kind of serious in digital trends this week, and, and that's for obvious reasons, if, if, unless you've been living under a rock the past week and a half. Uh, and the first thing I want to talk about here is, that's trending on digital platforms is hashtag Trump riots. Hashtag Trump riots. That's right. Uh, anyone with common sense is, is going to be able to take a step back and look at this. Uh, we're seeing a lot of vitriol spewed from, from a certain side, from the White House there, that, that really insists on a certain group causing all these riots. And, and while I will admit this is a very gray area, the fact that the orange one sits there and, and spews all this out there and blames it on other people, uh, when the simple fact of the matter is that this is in response to, to, to his administration for the most part, uh, it, it's just insane. So all, the, the double standard is what comes up here. Uh, so, so, and we've talked about this before. So a group of guys walking around with, with semi-automatic weapons that can, that can kill people, that are designed to kill people, designed to kill people, this is fine. This is fine. And essentially people going out and, and protesting something like wearing masks, you know, or, or, that, or claiming that they're being oppressed because they can't get a haircut, whatever it might be. To, to look at that and say, think that's okay, but then to look at people who are protesting to save their lives, because they're afraid. If you sit there and you think that these are in any way similar, you really need to rethink how you're going about your entire life. You really do. Because the fact of the matter, these, these, these riots, and I put that in finger quotes, these riots, this is Trump's doing. And I encourage you to go do some research and see a lot of people responsible for the rioting that's been happening over the past three months, not just the past week, they found different attachments from these people. These, are, these aren't BLM supporters a lot of the time. We have Trump supporters out there stirring up problems. I mean, we saw the biggest problem this past week in Kenosha. I'm not even going to give that kid's name. We're, just, we're not going to mention his name. So I implore everyone out there, look at the double standards. Be on the right side of history. We're going to talk a little bit more about that as we move along in the episode here. Be on that right side of history. I know I'm going to be. Also trending on digital platforms, of course, is Jacob Blake. Say his name. Jacob Blake. You're all familiar with this. He was shot in the back seven times. Seven times. Less than a week ago in Kenosha, which is part of Wisconsin, if you're not familiar with the United States. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Seven times in the back. In the back. And I know people always want to dissect these things and, 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 and try to find a way that it's not complete police brutality or attempted murder. He's still alive, fortunately. 
So not murder in this case, but attempted murder. And what I have to say to those people is, is if really, if you see something like this happen and you want to know why he was being arrested or what his past was, you just don't get it. Police officers aren't supposed to shoot guilty people either. They're not, let alone shoot them in the back. And on top of that, if you don't think this is a race thing, if you don't think it comes down to black versus white dealing with the police, do research. We have too many instances, too many instances, where we see a white person interacting with police and it is drastically different. Drastically different from Jacob Blake. Drastically different from George Floyd. Within the same police department, even. So it's not the same. It doesn't matter what he did. Unless he was shooting people right then and there. Killing people right then and there. We can't go back and say, well, he was he had a warrant. He did this in his past. That's not how it works. You can't just shoot people. And I don't I don't want to hear the bullshit anymore. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear the back and forth. The bottom line is it's wrong. It's wrong. And it has to stop. And until we make real changes in this country and in the entire world, it's not going to stop. It just isn't. We can all do better and we will do better. And that's the change that we're starting to see, at least a little bit. And then, of course, we have the murderer in Kenosha. Drove across state lines, technically drove across state lines. I, I will say, you know, like if you live in central Texas and you're driving across state lines, that's like a day of driving. Depending where you are, it might be, you know, could be, you could drive across state lines in like 30 minutes. So I will point out, yes, driving across state lines. I'm not going to harp on that because everyone's like, well, he drove across. And it's like, okay, yes. The bottom line is I don't care if he drove across state lines. The important thing here for me regarding this, this murderer that drove to Kenosha and shot people with a weapon of destruction, we're not talking about a, a, a handgun here, with a true weapon that, that people in the military carry. So I'm not, I'm, the, the whole, it, it doesn't matter how far he drove at all. He could have driven 10 minutes, he could have driven 10 hours. Because what is the biggest thing you hear from everyone out there that are, are staunch gun... And, and if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I have no problem with gun owners. Go hunt. You need a rifle for hunting? That's fine. Honestly, you want to protect your home because you think that someone is going to come kill you in your home and have a handgun? I have no problem with that. But the important thing there is every time you hear stuff from gun rights activists, it's all about protecting their families, protecting themselves, protecting their homes... Protecting their property. Property is not that important. Keep that in mind. Protecting their property. Things. In this instance, that is not what was happening with this young man in Kenosha. Obviously. He went out hunting. He is not protecting himself. He's not protecting his family. He's not protecting his home. He's going out hunting. That's what that is. The difference here, I said, I have no problem with hunting. You want to, you know, go out hunting and you hunt for food especially if you're not wasting a bunch of an animal. Trophy hunting I don't, don't really approve of, but no problem with hunting. But not people, not human lives. It's disgusting. So that excuse just doesn't work anymore. He has, he has his mother drive him. Astounding to me. 
And again, if, if you're looking at this kid and you're saying, oh, that's a patriot, you got to question why the fuck you were thinking that way. you got to question yourself. And I hope everyone around you, if you're someone like that, I hope everyone around you is questioning you as well. Because it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. And you can do better. No question. All right, I got a couple more digital trends things here I want to talk about. Pro sports boycott here in the United States. If you're not familiar with this, I don't even know if the live video is still going. If you're not familiar with the the pro sports uh, boycott here in the U.S., uh, it was actually this past Wednesday there were uh, multiple. I think my video is freezing up here. That's fine. Uh, there were multiple sports that had games scheduled. Specifically, the NBA uh, had playoff games scheduled down there in the bubble in Orlando. Uh, we got word that afternoon, it was it was kind of wild watching it, and, and I'm a moderate sports fan, I, I call myself a moderate sports fan, I follow sports, uh, but man, when this started happening, it was like, just everything started blowing up, and for those who are not familiar with it, I'm not going to get into serious details, but there's a basketball team that plays in Milwaukee, which is not far from Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, called the Milwaukee Bucks. They are currently in the playoffs, they are one of the better teams in the playoffs right now. They They are one of the favorites to possibly win the championship. They decided right before their game on Wednesday that they were going to boycott the game, refuse to come out of the locker room. Well, this spawned an entire day of boycotts in professional sports. An entire day. Baseball games were, were canceled and boycotted. WNBA, Women's National Basketball Association, Women's Basketball, uh, were, were also boycotted and canceled that day. In fact, we went through almost an entire three days of, of sports being boycotted and canceled. The NHL even got in on it and said, we're not going to have any games on Thursday and Friday. Completely came to a halt. Led by the Milwaukee Bucks. Rightfully so, because that is, that is their town. This is happening right in their backyard. Kenosha, not far from Milwaukee. Some of those players might even live in Kenosha. It's right there. And everyone's completely fed up. And I would encourage you, if you, if you haven't seen it... Um, because here's the thing, there was a lot of pushback on this. And a lot of people said, well, these wealthy athletes, oh no, they're going to take a day off work and everything, and all this. And it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter how wealthy you are. It doesn't. If you're a person of color, you can still be shot. That's the thing. A lot of people came out and said, LeBron James, who's one of the most prolific players in, in basketball, really worldwide, a lot of people came out and said, oh, just go sit in your $13 million mansion and, and you'll be fine. Well, here's the thing. LeBron James still has to leave his $13 million mansion. He has to go live his life. His children, his children have to go to school and live their lives. And even if you say, well, he just stays in his mansion all the time, if he did, which he doesn't, we had less than a year ago, his home, or no, it, may, it might have been it was close to two years ago, whenever it was, his home here in Los Angeles, in California, the libs. We got all the libs out here. Southern California. I'm not talking Orange County or San Diego. I'm talking L.A. Very liberal. Hateful, racist things spray-painted on his fence at his mansion. So don't tell me that class has anything to do with this or wealth has anything to do with this. It doesn't matter how rich you are. And additionally, anyone out there who, who really wants to understand the plight of people of color regardless of how much money they have, go look at certain interviews. Doc Rivers is one that I would highly, highly encourage everyone to go and watch and listen to. His father was a police officer in Chicago. The raw emotion coming from his voice, if that doesn't make you want change in this country, nothing will. 
He's terrified. He's very wealthy. He's very well known. But he's still scared. Keyshawn Johnson is another one. Wealthy, famous, Hall of Fame football player. He has stories of being pulled over just for being black. Even at his status. So don't give me that. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear shut up and play sports. Keep politics out of sports. Because you know what? It's all about being on the right side of history. And the biggest thing I can tell you about this, everyone needs to understand this. Because if you're under a certain age, you don't realize it. You just see that picture and, and, and we look back on it in reverence. The 1968 Olympics in Mexico City. The medal ceremony for the 200 meter race. We had two gentlemen. Tommy Smith won the gold medal. John Carlos won the bronze medal. You've seen this picture. Even if you're not a sports fan, you've seen this picture. They stand up on the podium and they, the two of them have their fists raised in the air as a form of protest. 1968. Because they wanted equal rights for African Americans. Well, yeah, we look back on that now and we say, no, they were heroes. They did such a great thing. At the time, if you're not aware of this, at the time, in 1968, they were vilified. Everybody spewed hatred toward them. So time will tell. 50 years from now, are we going to see pictures of Colin Kaepernick leaning, kneeling on the sideline and look at that as heroic? I think we will. I look at it as heroic now, but it's going to become mainstream heroic at one time. That is coming. So be on the right side of history. That's the important thing, is to be on the right side of history. That's what it comes down to. I'm confident that I will be. And if you're not confident you will be, you need to look inside yourself and, and, and ask why you're not confident that you will be. Ask why. Because it's important. For the sake of humanity, it's important. All right, some COVID updates. I just have a couple of COVID updates here for you. Nothing, nothing really crazy. It's, it's been a, you know, things are gradually improving, which is good. They're actually starting to open stuff up here in California. Uh, we, we've moved into to further phases of opening. Of course, I'm in Los Angeles, a very dense city. Uh, so we're, we're not opening as much stuff here in Los Angeles as the rest of the state is, but, but it is... It is somewhat of a light at the end of the tunnel. Of course, I'm still waiting um, for that vaccination. That, that's pretty much going to put me in, in, a, in a state of, uh, of, of contentment. That's not the right word, but just uh, safety. Like, I'll feel safer once we actually have a, uh, a, uh, a vaccine. That's the important thing. Uh, but I will say, a couple, of, a couple of warnings. If you're not aware of this, the rapid test things are, are coming out like they're just all over the place. Oh, rapid test, rapid test, rapid test, and you get a result like right away. Uh, warning to everyone, if you haven't been researching this at all, if you take a rapid test and you get a positive result, uh, be aware that it might be good to take a non-rapid test. Uh, we're seeing a lot of false positives come from a ton of these rapid tests. And we're seeing false positives from the regular test, but the rapid test, it seems like there's a lot more. Uh, false positives coming out of there. So, so keep that in mind. In fact, Harley Quinn Smith, uh, Kevin Smith's daughter, uh, was was a, was a I don't, not a victim of this, but this happened to her a uh, week, week or so ago. She took a rapid test and actually had a positive result. Um, kind of freaked out. If you've been following the, the son in lockdown stuff that they're doing for TBS, you know, it, it's, it, they're being extremely cautious, Kevin Smith and his entire family. 
so, so to be ca that cautious and get a positive test back has, has got to be frustrating. Uh, but then, of course, she took three more tests and they were all negative. So we're finding these positive tests coming uh, predominantly out of the rapid test, but of course it can it can happen anywhere. So so just keep that in mind and a bit of a warning. Most people have probably seen this, but if you haven't, uh, just know that, that that's going on. That, that's something that's happening. All right. Uh, oh, my gosh. I want to mention this. Selfish burners. Selfish burners. We're going to talk a little bit more about this in entertainment, but I'm a little bit ashamed of the Burning Man community right now. There are actually people heading out to the playa, out on the playa right now, despite the fact that the Burning Man event was actually canceled, the live event, uh, going out there to, to... And the reason this is frustrating is because we, we can take a year off. Everyone can take a year off for the, for the safety of others. But on top of that, with Burning Man... It, this is kind of like punk rock bowling in Vegas, uh, you know, or eat like Coachella to an extent. But you have, you have people traveling from all over the world. I doubt we have a lot of international travelers heading out there. But even if you're traveling from like California to that area of Nevada, you, you're spreading, spreading to different areas, and especially these more rural areas like where Burning Man takes place. They haven't seen any kind of devastation. So, so really, if you're going from somewhere like Los Angeles or San Francisco, the, these are like hubs for burners in California, uh, you're going from a very dense, pop, densely populated area out to a rural area, and this could cause serious problems for people that live in those rural areas. Uh, so keep that in mind. Selfish burners, killing me, man, killing me. All right, mental health. I want the main thing I want to talk about this week with mental health is it's okay to be mad and sad right now. It's okay. Uh, it's tough. It's tough right now. In fact, that's been me, um, because I I just don't I don't know what to do. I don't know what else I can do. There's only so much I can do to help, and I'm at a loss for for what else can be done. You know, I come and yell at a wall every week and make my opinion known, and, and hopefully somebody's hearing that and and maybe giving extra thought to whatever they're doing. But I just I don't know what to do anymore. I'm just I'm just mad and sad at the state of things for people of color, for African Americans in this country. And it's okay to be that way. It's okay. Just don't let it paralyze you. Don't let it, par don't let it permanently paralyze you. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with everyone out there. Uh, this past Wednesday, I, I, spent a, I spent a good amount of my evening uh, just crying. Absolutely just, just crying that's all I could do. That's all I could do. That's all I knew how to do at that time was just let that emotion out. You know, let that emotion out. So we all need that little bit of a release, but at the same time, don't let it completely paralyze you. Don't let it. And do everything you can. Do everything within your means to help. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to help. There's only so much that, that anyone can do in these situations. So really, the main takeaway is, is just that pressure. Do what you can. Take care of yourself, but also do what you can. Because that's all you can do at this point. And I tell you, it's rough for anyone out there that, that deals with mental health issues. Just seeing the state of the world right now. It can put you in a very, very, very depressing place. But I want to say, take that energy. It's okay to feel that way, but take that energy and try to put it into a positive, 
place. Do what you can to help out in these situations. It's extremely overwhelming, but do what you can. Be an ally when you can. Be an open ear when you can. If you're someone who doesn't really have experience with this, just be an open ear. And most importantly in this situation, remember, fuck the police. All right, parenting. I want to talk, I just, I, a couple stories I wanted to talk about last week and just, I, I can't remember if I didn't get to them or just completely forgot to include them. Um, but I'll tell you, something about kids, the innocence of kids and just, just the joy that they can bring, but also just, just the joy that they want to bring you. I had an instance about a week ago. I was putting my three-year-old to bed. Uh, she, she loves the song Baby Mine from Dumbo. Uh, I was having a bit of a rough day. Like, you know, I was okay. It was fine. It wasn't, you know, but I was just, I was just, and my daughter picked up on that. I tried to keep it away from her as much as possible, but she just, she had kind of picked up that I was feeling a little down, you know? So as I'm putting her to bed, we're hanging out. Uh, she comes, she sits in my lap and, and she looks at me and she's like, Daddy, it's okay. And then if you're familiar with the movie Dumbo, the original movie Dumbo, there's a, there's a song in there called Baby Mine. Uh, and Dumbo's mom sings it to him. Well, my three-year-old likes when we sing that. My wife is more the singer in this house. I am not a singer. Uh, but I, you know, I, I'll sing it, stumble through it, and sing it for her. It just doesn't sound very good. Uh, so she goes, Daddy, it'll be okay. And she looks at me, and she kind of puts her hand on my, my head, and she, and she starts singing Baby Mine. But she starts singing it as Daddy Mine. She sang the entire song while sitting in my lap. I'll tell you, I had been holding it together pretty well, before then, uh, but my eyes started to well up. And that's one of those instances, I'm going to think about that my, for my entire life, but also, just in general, um, just just the innocence of kids. And there's such a pain at times, you know? I have a three-year-old. Oh my gosh, three-nager, it's, it's a real thing. Anyone that has kids, you know, has, has raised uh, a toddler, toddlers, knows that this is true, 100% true. Uh, they can be exhausting at times, absolutely exhausting. But most of the time, they, they just they just want to be. They, they just want they want to be. They want to discover things, and they, they want everyone else to, to be as happy as they are. And I will say, uh, being a parent, it's, it's so cliche to say, but it's the greatest thing I've ever done with my life. <laughs> it, it by far uh, is the greatest thing I've ever done with my life. All right, one more thing I want to talk about in parenting. is isn't really a personal, it is a bit of a personal parenting experience, but I, I always hear this term, dad shoes. Dad shoes. Have you heard this term? Everyone's heard this term, I'm sure. People throw it around. You have dad hats now, too. But dad shoes, I've never fully understood this. I, I know people are like, oh, yeah, white New Balances. It's, that's, you're wearing dad shoes. And I'm like, right, okay, well, how did these become dad shoes? Well, a week or so ago, I was like, you know what? I, I want to understand this dad shoe thing. Uh, so after a little bit of Googling, I still don't understand. I, I really don't. Uh, but I did find myself on a website called Hype Beast. Hype Beast. That's right. Yeah, that's apparently a website. Uh, I had to step away from my phone after I realized I was on a website called Hype Beast and rethink uh, my Googling. I mean, no offense to anyone out there that uses this website. It's just, I'm old. Uh, uh, anything, any website with hype in it or beast, either one of those words, it's not a website for me. It's just not. But I did get a little bit of understanding that apparently it's, it's actually a high fashion trend uh, that among you know, fashion-forward people, I guess. It's 
to wear these clunky white dad shoes. It's totally a thing. Totally a thing. I don't get it. For me, it's it's Vans. I'm gonna I'm, I wear Vans. That's what I will be wearing. I'm not gonna be. You're not gonna catch me in some all white New Balances. Uh, you know, I have walking shoes, but they're running shoes. They're they're. I wear some Adidas running shoes, but that that's probably about as dad shoe as I get is like some Adidas running shoes. I, I don't know. It's weird to me. But again, wear what you like. I just don't get like, oh, I want to look silly and clunky. Like, oh, okay, look silly and clunky, but hype beast, that's a thing. Uh, Daredevil kids, like I said, you know, my three-year-old is just turning into a bit of a daredevil. And I found myself getting a little frustrated at times recently. Um, and not like, oh my God, stop frustrated, but just like, okay, my kid, my kid is going crazy. She's jumping off couches. She's jumping on my bed. It's just, it's nuts. And I'm, I'm my head's kind of, I don't want to say my head's spinning, but I'm, I'm always like, okay, what, what can I do? Like, I don't want to stifle her excitement and her activity, especially right now, because there's not a ton of physical activity going on, given the pandemic. But it got me to thinking the other day, and I want to share this story with you, because, and I'm hoping anyone out there who's a parent can, can possibly relate to this, and maybe it'll help you. Uh, with your being, not frustrated, but, you know, what's going on with your kid and them being a daredevil and jumping off the roof or whatever else. Uh, speaking of jumping off the roof, uh, that's a story for another time. Uh, but I, it reminded me of when I was a young kid uh, in Florida. Yes, that Florida. For those of you not aware, I was actually born in Miami. Lived in Miami, kind of lived in Miami till I was seven. Uh, well, the house we lived in in Miami, when I was very young, like too young to even have it, uh, my parents bought... A, uh, you know, like a swing set. And I still can, to this day, see it in my head. It was brown and beige. Like, the main structure was brown and the bars were, like, beige. So the monkey bars. And I've used the swings as a young kid, you know. Uh, but monkey bars were, like, a thing for me. So at around three to four years old, I decided, all right, I'm going to go do these monkey bars. And so I, remember, I will never forget to this day, the first day I go out there and I go and I grab onto the monkey bar... And I try to go swing myself, and I swing forward, and I just, boom, smack onto the ground, just directly on my back. I'm just laying there, you know, for a couple minutes. And for those of you that ever have had the wind knocked out of you, you hear that expression? That's what had happened. <laughs> Lay there for a few minutes. This is the 80s. Who knows where my parents were? I'm sure they were right there. I mean, I'm just playing. And you would think that would turn me, and this is why I bring it up, you would think that would turn off like three, four-year-old Sean from, from doing it again. And it did for like two weeks. But then for a good like three years until we moved from Miami, this became just, just my, my, my challenge. The problem was I never really advanced in my skill as far as using the monkey bars. So what that means is every two to three weeks, I'd look out in the backyard and I say, I'm going to go do those monkey bars today. And I would go out there and I'd swing on the bar and I'd go <laughs> hit the ground and I'd be completely out of breath. And then I'd get back up and I'd go back inside. And three weeks later, I would completely forgotten it, forget and I'd go back outside, swing on it and <laughs> boom. So once I remembered that, I went, you know what? Maybe my kids, maybe it's not so crazy what my kid's doing here. Because clearly myself at that age didn't really advance my skill on the monkey bars. I just kind of went out there every few weeks and fell directly on my back. So if your kid's doing stuff like this, and I'm okay, I'm not going to say I'm the smartest person on the face of the earth, but I'm, I'm pretty intelligent. I'm fairly intelligent. So 
So don't, you know, don't worry if your kids are doing that. They will hopefully grow out of it. I am capable of doing some monkey bars now at my age. I think I, I learned to do, it did take me a while. I was in like second grade before I could do monkey bars. I learned how to do the monkey bars in like second grade uh, in PE, PE, or St. Michael's in, in Poway, good old St. Mike's. But don't, just, just be prepared. They're going to do it. They're going to get hurt. My, my, my wife and kid and daughter went for a walk today. And uh, somehow my daughter got a hold of a parasol. If you're not familiar with a parasol, those are the paper. Um, um, they look like umbrellas, and they are umbrellas, but you can't use them for rain because they're paper. They're to keep just to keep the sun out of your face, off of you. Parasol. And uh, the thing is, a lot of them when you open them up, they have like sticks sticking out. She she almost smacked me in the head yesterday. She's playing with the thing, but she goes for a walk with it with my wife. Smacks herself in the leg. She comes home and she's like. A, not a gash. I mean, it didn't need medical attention, but she got cut on her leg, and I was just like, "Well, that, yep, three years old. That's what's happening." So they're they're resilient, fortunately. Uh, but don't beat yourself up if you've got a a, a kid who's a bit of a daredevil, because it's okay. <laughs> it's totally okay. Oh man. All right, this is I'm still issues with the recording software. We're gonna get through some entertainment news here. And then uh, finish it out for the day. And I'm going to go see how all of this worked out because it's it's kind of all new, all new stuff here. And and looks like my recording software has missed some stuff. That's going to be fun. All right, entertainment news, pro sports, support it all. Uh, like I mentioned, we had a huge boycott with pro sports this past week, starting Wednesday. Uh, a lot of canceled games. And, and the reason I bring this up is because I know we we don't have a lot of sports fans that listen to this podcast. Some are sports fans. We talk sports a little bit. Usually, if it's socially relevant, is when we're talking sports. Uh, you know, just depends on the situation. But uh, the reason I bring this up is because we have athletes that have made quite the stand right now, made their voices heard, uh, and possibly are, are now going to possibly lose out. On, and yes, there are many of them that are wealthy, uh, but possibly are going to lose out on on revenue in the future because of the the stand that they're taking and you see a lot of pushback from fans that are clearly hateful people and don't want athletes uh taking the stand or disagree with their stance on black lives matter and uh, on uh, racial injustice and, and everything that goes along with that so i bring this up because we are going to need to uh, to make up for these ignorant assholes maybe you're not a sports fan maybe you didn't watch sports in the past but it's it's just it's not something you're interested in here's the thing you can actually improve ratings if you're not watching your television, you're doing chores around the house or whatever, throw in a game. Throw in a game. Give them some ratings. Support athletes. Show your support for sports because they are going to lose a lot a lot of fans in this situation. And what we need to do is show pro athletes, even, even people who aren't sports fans, can support what they're doing largely because of the social side of everything and what they're doing, putting on the line to speak up and hopefully get some change in this country. So keep that in mind. Support him. Uh, virtual Burning Man, that's happening right now. Uh, actually, if, if I was at the burn this year, I would currently be on Playa. Uh, we'd probably be done with camp setup, but I'd be hanging out on the porch. Uh, the one good thing about not being a Burning Man, and I, I haven't been since two, 2016 was my last one, so it's not like I'm just missing this year because it got canceled. I, I don't know that I was necessarily going this year. We, we were close this year, but I don't know that I was necessarily going. Uh, so, but I will say the one good thing is, uh, if I was at the burn, I would be smoking cigarettes because <laughs> I smoke cigarettes out there. So that, that has helped me in my avoidance of smoking nicotine. Um, but, and the virtual is not for me, but you can actually go on. There's a few different virtual platforms that you can go on and walk around the playa, 
support some art projects that are put up virtually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, John, death by parasol. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, John Ford, everyone of Cinema Craptaculous, uh, who, which uh, a podcast we have promoted a couple times here on on Go Tell Us the Wall. Uh, but if you're interested, especially if you haven't been to the burn, it might be something cool if you've got a you know VR headset, especially. I think you can still go on without a VR headset, but if you've got a VR headset, uh, go check it out. I don't know that I'll be doing a bunch of it. Somebody's probably going to drag me into the darn thing, but uh, uh, but I don't know. Check it out if you're interested. That's happening. It's some entertainment uh, for the next week. Uh, I will say, anyone interested, I've talked about headphones. I've talked about my brand new headphones. Not brand new anymore, but uh, that I'm loving. I am a pioneer. Uh, HDJ guy. If if you're a pioneer headphone user, uh, especially more recent because they did change the uh, the cord like connector thing used to be this mini XLR thing and now it's like a twisty thing. But if you have a recent set of headphones uh, like the HDJ X series, uh, <clears throat> Pioneer actually just came out with new Bluetooth headphones, which aren't going to be as good as your studio headphones. But if you're looking for a new set of Bluetooth headphones to just use, you know, for your own personal music and the, Great headphones, I would say, but what they did was to make them a little more appealing, I guess, uh, they came out with colored headphone ear pads and cords. So, just because I can, I'm going to be picking up a green cord to go with uh, with my cool studio headphones. Uh, hopefully it'll show up well on the camera, which I'm still going to be dealing with this camera stuff. I can tell I'm missing stuff too. I'm looking at the timing between the video and the recording software. It's ridiculous. I knew this was going to be one of those shows, just because we're trying out all kinds of new stuff, and this is what happens when we have new equipment in the studio. Um, but be look if, if you're interested, you can get yourself some some color for your headphones, which I, I always you can just add some uniqueness to your headphones. I don't know, it's one of those silly things. I always joke like, why are we doing these silly things? And then I'm like, ooh, colored cord for my headphones. Like, <laughs> I am like a child. That's I don't think anyone would argue that. Uh, if you've been following. Uh, tech news recently, Japan actually now has a flying car that is working, it's functioning. Uh, I saw a lot of people on social media going crazy, they're like, all these years of sci-fi movies and finally we have a flying car. Uh, I'm here to balance that out, everyone who's super excited about a flying car. Uh, temper your expectations. I live in Los Angeles. Have you, have you, have you driven around the roads of a, uh, of a very busy city ever before in your life? Because people have trouble driving cars that are on the ground. We don't need to put people in cars that fly and fall out of the sky. Come on now. Come on now. I'm all for technology. But we don't need cars flying around. It's just not something we need. Not something we need. Plus, you you know, unless the robot overlords come, then it's like, all right, well, all right. Bow down to the robot overlords. We do that here at Gotel's Law. We're just preparing for it. It's happening one day. You know? I, we're probably all going to be alive for it. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't actually think it's going to happen. I'm just preparing in case it does happen so that there's record of me being okay with the robot overlords that will eventually take over the world. Uh, all right, one more thing I will mention to you. And actually, since John was here, I'm going to give a shout-out to both of them. New Zombie Teeth podcast episode. Uh, check that one out. There is and also a new... Uh, a new Cinema Craptaculous podcast episode dropped like a week ago. Zombie Teeth just dropped today. Cinema Craptaculous like a week ago. So check out both of those. Make sure you're subscribed. Uh, make sure you're also subscribed to Go Tell to the Wall. And if you're just listening to this as your first episode, please forgive me. Working on new equipment. Go listen to like episode 
10 of Common Sense Sundays. You're going to get the full effect of, of what we do here at Go Tell to the Wall. All right, that's going to do it for me. I'm going to go fight with the equipment in my studio. Probably eat some lunch, probably have a couple drinks, because that's the only way I'm getting through fighting with all this stuff. I hate technology. It's ridiculous. I've, and my, my wife's going to kill me, but I, like, I'm sitting... I, I have an older computer. Not old, old, but it's a bit of an issue, and so we'll see how that goes. It's going to be a conversation here. <laughs> Good times. Constant. Like, ah, upgrade now. And I'm not that person. I don't need to upgrade. I just need stuff to work for me. So we will get this working properly. Ah, on that note, this has been episode 16 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Make sure you're you're following our Facebook page, facebook.com slash go tell to the wall. YouTube, uh, search go tell to the wall and subscribe. Most importantly would be SeanOrourkeLive.com. Make sure you got that one bookmarked. That's going to keep you absolutely up to date on everything that is Go Tell to the Wall and Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, we will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. Still fighting with stuff in the studio. And until then, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.